Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Greetings, everyone. Happy middle of the week to you. I am Katie Patrick, joined by David Fiorazzo. Now, David. Hi. Hi. Before we get started, I'm going to ask you, as I like to ask you, how are your dogs been sleeping? Uh, dogs, very well. Myself, Ooh. not as good. Oh, well, that's, not as well. That's sad. You can, you can tell where I'm going. Well. You can tell where I'm going with this one, right? Yes. They have a dog bed that they don't often use, but oh. I did get one from MyPillow.com. Is that where you are? Oh, well, nights wouldn't be rough if you actually spoiled the crew with a, a brand new dog bed. That's the thing. <laughs> and a pet blanket. Don't forget the pet Ooh, blanket that's right. from my pillow. I see what you did there. <laughs> well, friends, it's that time of year to stock up on those dog beds and blankets, along with human sheets, towels, pillows, slippers, robes, and even coffee. Right now, you can save up to 66% on everything simply by using the code EDUCATED. Go to MyPillow.com, use the code EDUCATED, and send Katie and I something nice this Christmas season. Preferably, uh, no dog bed for Katie, despite her unusual short stature. You know, for being as vertically challenged as I am, I've saved a ton of coin. And also, I have my pillows from MyPillow, and that saved me a ton of coin. So you should visit MyPillow.com, use the code EDUCATED, get yourself something nice, save a little dollar dollar, and then if you want to get me anything not a dog bed I, I take that too my birthday's coming up anyway today we're starting in new jersey where an english teacher always an english teacher was just busted on a secret recording telling students that people who don't approve of gay relationships you know what they're just all secretly gay themselves mm -hmm. yeah did you know that david no yeah i mm -hmm. didn't that's, that's according to that english teacher pretty huge leap is pretty it though assumption. according to this english teacher um, as another, another undercover recording, we, we've come to love these, <laughs> Project Veritas and so many others. Um, an alarmed New Jersey parent sent us a video of what appears to be Shawnee High School English teacher John Posh promoting his politically charged worldview of sexuality to a room full of students. There he is, degrees and certifications, Always. BA in English. English. English always, and it has to be the creative writers and the poetry people. Oh, it is. Shout out to Rutgers. Yeah, I guess it, it, it with a poetry focus. Oh, it's, New Jersey. That's right, New Jersey. <sighs> but um, so do, let's just play this video. I think we got a video of him. Listen to this. If you're somebody who identifies as straight, when you walk by two guys holding hands, it just bothers you, and you just can't stop thinking about it. And all day you're thinking about it, and maybe you feel a little bit tingly. What might be going on a lot of times? <laughs> I'm actually talking about a real phenomenon, guys. So the most, the most aggressively anti-gay politicians and preachers, every year there's two or three that wind up getting caught in like gay sex scandals. Um, psychologically, it is clear as day. People who are like very, very aggressively anti-gay and need to control other people's behavior, it is a classic latent like self-hatred thing and they kind of need gayness to not exist because they're trying to convince themselves that these thoughts that they sometimes have or these feelings that they sometimes have that they might not even be engaging with at a conscious level like aren't there okay um it's sad honestly because there are probably people who were told from the time they were a child like there's something wrong with this it's evil it's evil and they believe it so deeply to the core of their beings you know they need it not to exist 
So we're the ones trying to control other people's behavior. Based on just listening to that man's tone and rhetoric, the way he's using uh. it, I could see why that student recorded, because if you're, if you're not watching us and you just heard it, there was no actual real video to it. It was just the audio, because the student recording it had the phone under the desk yeah. to record it. So I'm guessing in that classroom, these kids hear this day in and day out, because the way he was just drilling this information of saying, hey, the, the yep. closet gays and all that, this is just what this man does. This is how he teaches. In what context? When, how does this even be introduced? And why would you, why would you say, as he began at the beginning of talking about how if you're walking, if you're straight and you're walking, you see two, um, gay, two guys holding hands and it bothers you, you can't stop thinking about, why, why would you talk anything about tingly and making everything, anything a little tingly? Is he talking about himself when this happens? Like, I, don't, I don't understand in what context this was even mentioned and brought into the classroom. Uh, yeah, we, there is, I will say that there's context lacking here, but all day you're thinking about it and maybe you feel a little bit tingly. Um, okay, I, I, guess, I think I know what he's doing. He's just assuming that even if you're straight, you might have thoughts of homosexuality. I don't know. This is, uh, this is what happens in our classrooms. Instead of talking about things that matter, in terms of, you know, education value and what these kids should learn so that they can go out and be better citizens of the world. What they do is sit here and talk about tingliness of guys walking down a sidewalk. And as you can hear in the way the, I'm, I guess, the fervor of that man's voice, the passion behind it, the, like, it's almost like he's been waiting to tell these students, like, give the opportunity, get on his little pedestal, his little soapbox there, so he can say how great he is and how woke he is because he's, he's standing up to the bigots. Again, what does it have to do with any of the content of the class? Nothing. And, and there's so much else. I, English was one of my favorite subjects. Mine too. When, when I was in high school, way, way, way before Katie. But it was still one of my favorite subjects. But this guy obviously had an agenda uh, criticizing those who he accused of being anti-gay, right? Um, struggling with, and he said, struggling with their own homosexual feelings and probably closet gays and therefore need homosexuality not to exist. So, Katie, there's so much wrong here. But as you said, again, guys, we're talking about what's going on in the classroom. And for those that think that, oh, this was just one recording <laughs> in one These school people always think it's one recording. They have only, this may be the first time watching us here on Educated. That's but true. this is what we do true. Yeah. all day, every day. We do. And still to come, well, it's with uh, teachers, whether it's teachers spewing their political indoctrination class. Um, an Arkansas high school teacher is doing his part after a student recorded him praising critical race theory in class. You'll be blown, blown away, I think, by what he has to say, so stay with us. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. 
and we'll let you know when a new video is ready. Here we are yet again. Deep sigh. <laughs> every, every story I begin with. <sighs> well, we're going to head down south to Arkansas. In Bentonville, Arkansas, at the high school there. Oh, it's an English teacher. Can you believe it? Here's my shocked face. Wait a minute. That's two in a row now, English teachers. It's always yeah. English. If it's not English, it's social, social studies. And history. guess what? Get, which is social, social studies, studies for the public school. Um, guess what I'm certified for my teaching degrees? Hmm? I'll give you two guesses. I actually care about those subjects and people don't. But I'm, we're diverting here. here <laughs> here's the today's next story. Um, we have a video, and it's a long video, but it's worth listening to. Because we have uh, audio from, again, Bentonville, Arkansas High School, where the English teacher is giving students a good old lesson on that critical race theory. <gasps> but David, I thought critical race theory was only taught at the college and more so at gate law schools. I didn't think it was being taught at our K-12 system. Oh, what, Katie? Oh, do people, I made your voice high. Do people, oh, what, thank Katie? You. They, they actually do that all the time. <laughs> That's right. We have proof. I've been feminized. Um, no, I don't, I, I don't think a lot of people still think well, maybe they do, I, I should say, because of the media and how this is not getting out there. But yeah, critical race theory, to say that it's not in the public schools, and oh, Lord help us, because that's a little naive. A little naive. It's a lie. It is in the schools. Take a look at this. I've talked a lot about what CRT is, but in the wake of some of what we've heard, and they want us to identify some things that CRT is not. I'm very associated with Karl Marx. I feel a little bad for Karl Marx. I'm not sure he understood exactly how he was going to be uh, framed throughout history. Uh, he was an economist who scrutinized economic systems, and he had some things to say about socialism as an economic practice. He had some things to say about capitalism as an economic practice. Um, and he did eventually move toward the melding of the economic and the political in the form of, um, what was the word? Communism. Communism, thank you. Thank you, communism. Um, but a lot of times in education and in politics, Marxist becomes a phrase, a label, that we try and pin on things in order to make them anti-American, like, like the worst, right? Believe in the devil, there it is. Um, but it's important to understand that critical race theory has very, very little anything to do with Marxism. But I want you to be aware of what critical race theory is to, so that you do not become a victim of a kind of weaponization of this phrase or this topic. Critical race theory has been around for almost 50 years. Okay? It's done a lot of work in our justice system. I think it's in the last few years that critical race theory has become something sort of objectionable. Okay? Um, so whether you object to it or not, I think it's important to have an idea of what it is, right? a clear idea of what does this lens, what kind of conversations does it lead us into, okay? and how can it be useful to help us become a better society, um, as opposed to how can it be weaponized and, um, and 
And nothing, nothing changes, right? Wow. So didn't he admit that it's been around for a long time? Yes. But in, 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 so this is the thing, the way he's phrasing everything, he's making it feel like oh, critical race theory. It's that's the victim, just like all of you are. And that's why maybe we should use critical race theory as, as something. And you know, that Karl Marx guy, he, that poor downtrodden trodden man. Yeah. He was just an economist. He was misunderstood. You know? The way he was just a misunderstood Gosh. man. The way they massaged the words and and flip it onto instead of of actually saying, "Here's the history of what happened." Karl Marx. Yeah, he's an economist who believed in communism. Communism isn't just an economic system. Communism is the system. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a political system. It's an economic system. It's all intertwined because that's what it is. Whereas, well, we have a capitalist system. A capitalist can be separated from the politicians because a capitalist is its economic system, and then we have a different form of government. They are can be separated, but you can. It's intertwined. Socialism, communism. It is intertwined. It's all encompassing. And when you po- talk about Marx and you talk about critical race theory, it's all intertwined. And this man is just trying to make it so did you, did you see by the way he's how trying he, to muddy he's trying to muddy it yeah. and you see how he, he was like oh what's that word and he was trying to get in the brains of right. the, the students communism oh so communism is not a bad thing then because my teacher was soft communism i got it right oh, oh he praised me when i got the answer right so communism but, but he said marxism is a phrase we pin things on to make them anti-american well marxism if you're based on a system that that does not support the the Bible, the biblical worldview, the freedoms we have, uh, well, obviously the, the economics of Marxism is certainly not what we have. The capitalism here, it is anti-American. It, it, it is, is anti-American. anti-American. It's but he's, against he's it. Saying, yes. Oh, it's a phrase we pin on things. Uh, there's a lot of phrases that you could use. Uh, Marxism is just one of them that is actually anti-American as far as against our system here. Well, we're going to stick a pin in him. Because when we come back, a well-known California congressman publicly states that parents are not qualified to determine what their children should learn in school. And needless to say, the comment is just, it's not going over very well. That's next. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, educated. Support this show and a great American company. So in the last story, we're talking about, you know, Marxism and CRT and all that. And and basically the 1619 Project and rewriting the history of America and what actually is. And one of those supporters, one of those big proponents is none other than Eric Swalwell, who's of course a Democrat from California. And he, he just so dumb. He's so dumb. <laughs> That's how I'm gonna put this one. He's so dumb. Um, when he's not banging Chinese spies named Fang Fang or That's Christine right. Fang. Uh, he does get mocked a lot for his dumb dumbing and we just have another example. It's a day that ends in Y. We have another example, Eric Swalwell. Okay, so what happened was uh, Senator Tim Scott was on Fox News, and he said that we are putting parents back in charge of the kids' education. Thank you. They should have never yep. left. But no, no, Eric Swalwell says, he t- retweets that yep. and says, 
please tell me what I'm missing here. What are we doing next? Putting patients in charge of their own surgeries? Clients in charge of their own trials? When did we stop trusting experts? This is so stupid, says Eric Swalwell. Okay, so experts, What? That's the message here is the village, the experts in the village, not parents, the experts should be raising your kids, should be educating. You know, they, they, your parents should not have say in here. I'll, yeah, I, I love Tim Scott. All he said was, yeah, we are, we're, we are working to do this, and thank God for the Floridas, and thank God for the other states and the senators and those who are speaking out about this because uh, parents should have been in charge all along, but I think mm-hmm. they relinquished a lot of that uh, responsibility and a lot of that authority, and they gave it over to the schools. Oh, yeah. Yep. Now, uh, on addressing his question of when did we stop trusting the experts, uh, David, was that before or after we couldn't define what a woman is? Was that before, <laughs> right before that, or was it just right after that? When did we, okay, let's, let's look when at from stra- his frame of mind. Uh, when did we when stop when trusting the experts? What about the, the health yeah. experts during COVID? Yeah, right? well, Nikki, <laughs> Nikki Niley, the president of Parents Defending Education, said, we stopped trusting experts when they locked our kids out of classrooms, tried to force feed them propaganda, and proved that their political agendas were more important than our kids' well-being. And how'd that go over in California, Eric Swalwell? Hmm? Hmm? Maybe? No? Okay. Uh, Then in terms of the comment he made about patients being in charge of their own surgeries, if we should be doing that now, you know, what's next? Oh, what are we going to do? I mean, if parents are going to be in charge of their kids' education, are we going to put the patients in, in charge of their own surgeries? I mean, goodness. Uh... Well, a doctor will give you medical advice. Do they give you a medical mandate? No, unless you are under Dr. Anthony Fauci's care. Yeah. And then you will get a medical mandate there. And it won't even be medical. It'll just be a mandate. Well, Philip Holloway, who's a lawyer and a legal analyst, he had some words to say. So he tweeted, uh, tweeted back there. Yes. A little comment there saying, I wanted to let you know, he's talking to Eric Swalwell, that clients actually are in charge of their trials. After all, it's there on the line. The major decisions are theirs and theirs alone. And yes, parents are in charge of their kids and their education. Slow clap for that man. Slow clap. Thank you. Thank you. Golf clap. Beautiful. All right, well... It's that special time of week where uh, we've got our top five Babylon Bee headlines coming up. And the theme couldn't be any fetter. Come on back. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment for Katie, David, or any of our other show hosts, simply visit stayeducated.org. That's stayeducated.org and submit your question or comment. Our team loves to hear from you and might just give you a shout out on air. Again, visit stayeducated.org and connect with us. All right, before we wrap up this show for today, let's take a look at everyone's favorite satire site, the Babylon Bee. Here are this week's top five Babylon Bee headlines. Okay, today uh, we had a special treat for you. In honor of the recent midterm elections, this week's Babylon Bee segment is being nicknamed our Fetterman Funnies after newly elected Pennsylvania senator and recent stroke survivor John Fetterman. So let's start in Pennsylvania with the results extremely slow 
as Fetterman is counting the ballots himself. Next, Biden call, Biden call to congratulate Fetterman lasts three hours as neither can form a coherent sentence. Next, <laughs> Fetterman realizes American dream of living with parents till you're 50 and then getting a government job. And next, oh, there's two more. Fetterman prepares for Senate job with new dress hoodie. And finally, nation unsure whether to support party that runs brain damaged candidates or party that loses to brain damaged candidates. Um, yeah. Katie, yeah. I like the hoodie one. Your top. Oh, pick. the hoodie. The hoodies. Hoodies are happening. The hoodies are happening. I think. Yeah. We're gonna see what if he uh, like has a, dress a very nice. Like who's gonna sponsor his dress hoodie from here on out? I think the last one though is pretty much a summation of uh -oh. yep. everything that we had to say. A little bit because of truth. Because it's, it's a lot of truth. That's not even just a tongue-in-cheek on that one. That is a, mm, thank yeah. you, Babylon Bee. It, actually, not the bee should have run that headline. Yeah, if you're uh, missing any of what it, Katie is saying in our election special, it's the quality of candidates, and that's that where the Republican Party kind of, and messaging. Messaging, of course, is a big thing, but the quality of candidates. Silly, I tell you. Yeah, so that they, was your favorite. You know what? They could have done Fetter. That's yeah. all I got to say. Well, Fetter, Fetter luck next time. <laughs> That's going to wrap up our headlines for the week. More satire to come next time, Katie. <sighs> that was good. I like that. <laughs> You're welcome. I don't think you could have said it any better. <laughs> All right. If you're a fan of our show, please do your little thing there by liking, commenting, sharing. We like sharing is caring. Except if you're Joe Biden and John Fetterman, then please stop. Anyway, don't forget to uh, take advantage of our 66% off deal at the MyPillow. Simply go to MyPillow.com, use that code EDUCATED, save yourself a whole heap of money on that new uh, dog bed you're going to get for your fur baby, yes, right? Yes, yes. And maybe just a little bit of something special for yourself, too. We're not going to judge, you know, you can, you can get something special. Yeah. But either way... For David and myself, thank you for watching, thank you for listening, and thank you for supporting this show. Until next time, stay educated.